0: Welcome to Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler Recker of Days. This is episode 42 of this Best Buds talking about Forever Exiled. No, we're talking about Path of Exile. There's a problem. There's going to be... Nope, there's going to be an issue with this episode. I am drugged and we're still going. The show has to go on. (laughs) We, We can't stop.
1: So, you're not just drugged, you're uh, you're
0: in a new location. Tell yeah, us about this new location you're recording in. I, I tried to, to, to see if I could do our podcast standing up from my office and I just couldn't do it. I just, uh, so I relocated most of my equipment into my room and I'm currently in my bed. So hopefully it's not too much. Hopefully the <laughs> reverb's not too bad in here. But yeah, I if you were, if you're a patron, you'd know that I messed up my back last week that was on uh friday actually it was like five minutes by the time like five minutes to the end of our interview with brittle i was like oh it's not feeling good and then by the time we did uh after dark i was struggling to stand and then saturday was just me killing myself to try and get it edited because i wanted to make sure it got out and by sunday i couldn't walk and then uh i i uh I started taking. I guess I'm getting right into how was my week. Which I, I mean, we'll just do this first, then we'll get into the rest of it. But yeah, so I took uh, old morphine pills, trying to get myself uh, through the weekend because I couldn't get a hold of a doctor. And then uh, finally on Monday, I called my doctor, and they said, uh, "Oh, she can't, she can't talk to you because it's like not in person, right? Uh, She can't talk to you until Wednesday." I was like, "Oh no, I can't." Like is there? is there like a cancellation or an emergency or something? And so she asked me what happened. I explained it to her. So my, my doctor called me uh, Monday night and uh, prescribed me some very, very, very good drugs.
1: Yeah. Was it, was it called, is the drug called suck it up?
0: Yeah, man, if I could, I would like, I had to spend my whole weekend watching my real friends uh, build a wall and I could not do anything to help them. It sucked as they're all hmm. like out there sweating. I was like, stuck inside i tried to help out on the saturday it wasn't gonna happen how, how was your week
1: oh good i didn't have a wall to build because i'm just a casual friend i'm only friends when it's convenient so i don't have a wall to build that's for sure but nah, had a great week lots of theory crafting. lots of poe lots of housework going on vacation soon so i'm gonna miss a lot of the private league but My wife was gone, you know, a few weeks ago for over a month, and she just took some vacation time now. So we're just getting to hang out and do lots of stuff. But it also means more Sims time. Gross. And we're recording a little bit earlier in the day than we normally do today. So Mm -hmm. I I have favors to make up because I'm cutting into Sims time. So that's awesome. It's good. She'll get Sims after the podcast instead. So no, but the the week was good. Um, Just my normal. Normal stuff, though. No uh, no old manitis to complain about. Just real concussion stuff. <laughs> though, uh, though, if you, if you are faking it, God, I, I mean, wish. my wife thinks I have post-concussion
0: syndrome. So I got pointers for you. I wish I was faking it. I would love to just go, oh, I'm better now. I had my rest. I'm good. Let's give a quick shout out to our patrons this week. We only had one, but it was an awesome one. It was BK, the one and only. So thanks a lot to you for joining our team. To everybody else who supports us through Patreon, we really appreciate it. Thank you. If you're curious what our Patreon is, you can check out the link below. It's also for uh, Patreon.com/slash Forever Exiled. We've got multiple tiers, but the basics is you get access to our After Dark podcast, which is our after episode rambling. So it's just continuing to ramble mostly. Yeah,
1: talk about how the last episode went, and yep. then we talk about have you ever seen Arrested Development? When the original what three seasons they would have the kind of like in the credits it would be and next on Arrested Development and it it would show clips and stuff but they would never happen
0: yeah that's awesome that's
1: what After Dark is we talk about how our episode went we talk about what's going to happen next episode and then what we talk about is going to happen next episode never happens
0: and usually it's just us just yapping yapping at each other but it's also you know if you're interested it's a great way to support the podcast so thank you to everybody who's listening to everybody who's joined the group
1: so. I gotta say a uh, little bit of a story to 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 brittle knee here. um we we like to post our our episodes and just you know every week that we have an announcement, we post it, whether it's on Twitter or Reddit or wherever it is to let people know that it's out there. So I posted our our brittle reddit post, our brittle thread, and everything was legit. Everyone's good. We're getting some good comments about it. It's getting upvoted. And, you know, you, you know, the nice feedback from from interview episodes. and twenty four hours later, Somebody's like, uh, is there, there a link to the podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> And I, I couldn't believe it. So I want to apologize to Brittle. My apologies. I, uh, I mean, there were other links that eventually led people there, but I forgot to put the link at the very top, like I do for all the other posts. So my apologies, but we've had a lot of listens to it. So hopefully Brittle, hopefully you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for being such a great guest. I did do actually, speaking of going back to how my week was, mm. I had a stupid thing happen. So I guess one of the cons to getting like, we have two cats and a dog and we got them all at the same time, roughly, right. All within a year of each other, but they're all around, you know, six months old when we got them so now they're all getting old at the same time and so now we're I mean they've been great vet wise we've paid almost nothing it's been fantastic besides the normal checkups so obviously my dog I had a story about that a couple weeks ago about her tearing her ACL thanks for that little Riley now my one of my cats Ellie a fat one having some troubles that are kind of gross I'm not going to talk about it but we have to bring her to the vet 600 bucks thanks for that Ellie like it was it was at that tipping point where we were like do we do we do we do we but then so anyway i'm waiting and i was actually at the vet office because a lot of extra stuff came up there that they wanted to double check on and so i'm there for about two hours waiting outside in the nice heat that we were having right high 20s what was it like 28 maybe a couple days ago and so i go to the coffee shop and oh that coffee shop made me mad i (laughs) see covid still exists and it drives me nuts when people think that it doesn't You know what I mean? Like there's just like people walking past you, bumping your shoulder. The people that are, you know, like the coffee shop people that are doing the cleaning, just cleaning tables. They're going right next to you. And oh, anyway, so I just went in for some takeout coffee. It was so hot. It burnt my lip. I have a blister on my lip. That sucks, man. That sucks. Isn't
0: coffee supposed to be hot?
1: Yeah, but that was really hot and I'm fine with it, but I just wasn't expecting it. I was expecting it to be crap because the service was crap because they didn't even care about COVID crap. How was your POE
0: week, Gimp? I didn't do anything. We, we talked about hoping to play on Monday. I spent, I spent the day on Monday, like taking stuff I should not be taking. Like the morphine was like nine years old, I think. But at that point I just couldn't Mm -hmm. handle it anymore. And so by Monday night, when I finally got the good stuff, that was it, man. It was, there's three different drugs that she gave me and, My wife was all, you know, paranoid about what order you'd take them in because apparently want two of the pills together, you know, there's like if you take them at the same time, there's a risk of, I don't know, your heart stopping or you can't breathe or something. Details. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I don't care. You know, it reminded me of uh, (laughs) it's in the Seinfeld stand up where he's like, just just figure out what will kill me and just dial it back just a little bit that's what that's what <laughs> just, i want <laughs> just back it what he's talking about like <laughs> maximum strength yeah extra strength yeah so figure you know, out
1: what'll kill me and
0: then back it off just a tad my poe week was mostly just forever exiled stuff twitter like just checking in on what was going on and then a little bit of chatter with uh with everybody in discord about our our private league coming up which we'll talk about in a minute but how was your how was your poe week
1: had a good week. I did a lot, of, a lot of theory crafting. All those ideas of, that I had about like a blue minion build, a red minion build, and a green minion build. Well, I I spent a lot of time theory crafting, going through pros and cons, and figuring out what would be more to my liking um i've backtracked on both that i put tons of time into which i get a typical poe story right one of the great things about poe is the theory crafting and so i was going with a raider with herald of agony and it's it all works great the numbers are fantastic the playstyle is great one thing sucks about it herald of agony it's an idiot <laughs> and and like now the user doesn't know the uh cooldowns that your allies have you know what i mean so like i don't know what the the herald of agony does this an aoe it does like a spread projectile and it has a normal attack as well and there's cooldowns to different ones so it's not just completely overpowered all the time but it's dumb like it's it's dumb i don't know who or how i mean i could use deathmark but it just doesn't fit the purpose for how i'm playing and it uh, with the other buttons that i had deathmark just wasn't one thing that i was really hoping to use and so i decided to go with animate weapon uh so anyway but i I spent a lot of time doing it i leveled it up or the raider i already had leveled but i was trying to level the gems up and the herald of agony is just you know i'm spinning on one character the boss and i have my 40 virulence up all the time but herald of agony is just like hitting others. And that's fine. It's fine, but you know, I wanted a little bit more control and yes, I could use Deathmark, but it just didn't fit with how I wanted to play. So that one got nixed and Dominating Blow was so overpowered. It was so fun to level with and the survivability was great, but one thing sucked about it. It was Dominating Blow. For me, having a, even on console a, a a skill where you have to specifically click on an enemy is really hard like i my secret one of my dreams is that one day dominating blow becomes a support instead of an actual active skill so you could attach it to anything with you know whatever pros and cons would be listed according to the changes but because it's not it yeah now remember what was it what league was it when ggg changed it or showed us that like a single attack a strike would still hit everyone within the animation if you were to roll a hit is it the melee update I don't know. Is that 310? No, no that's not No, it was earlier than that, I think. It was melee before? Like eight minions, or nine. So it wasn't before. Yeah, really? Oh. I don't remember. Well, anyway, nine, I do know what you're anyway, talking anyway, about. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, it does hit multiple people. And there's a couple nodes I've selected for extending melee range. But still, when you have... So I have Herald of Purity and Dominating Blow. By default, I always do my math with 9 Sentinels, right? Because when you're hitting a rare unique enemy, or a unique enemy it's just going to spawn the normal ones. So I have at least 9 Sentinels around. And then four, what are those called? Are they also Sentinels? The Herald of Purity. So there's 13 running around. And of course, we all know Path of Exile is a br- really busy game. So for someone like me, where I can barely focus on the screen, whether it's a mouse or my Xbox controller, to like try and find, am I within melee range of this character? I'm swinging and I'm swinging and I'm swinging. I can't, I can't see if I'm hitting them. And that's a very valuable part of Dominating Blow just didn't work out. And it's too bad because the build was perfect. It's just, I can't do it. So I've kind of restructured, and this whole week again was a revamp, a nice whitewash, new slate of theory crafting. I'm thinking of all three, the, the blue minion gem, the red minion gem, and the green minion gem, all witches, all witches. One necro, one elementalist, one occultist. It's going to be great. You're getting down to the wire for figuring that out if you're going to have these for 312. I might just have one guide next, <laughs> next <laughs> week. <laughs> the other ones are actually still really good. They're just not up to my guide standards, I guess, anymore. <laughs> I'm growing up. So it's been good. But one thing that I did notice while I was playing Dominating Blow, that's actually that, that whole thing was just a, a sidetrack. I can play with Leap Slam. That's a mm-hmm. movement skill I can use because of how, I forget when it was, but when they changed the animation for Leap Slam to actually, like, like the camera follows it, the whole time, it's not like a teleport skill or even the camera doesn't make it look like a teleport skill per se. I can actually use it not frequently. I couldn't use it like a main skill. You know how some people use consecrated path as a main skill, but I could use it frequently ish and it, I could still have a four hour session. So I was pretty excited about that. So what was it? Oh, right. So I've decided that I'm not really pursuing, likely not pursuing those two avenues, which is where I've spent the most of my month trying to theory craft. I started playing just a couple of my other builds that are still, I mean, I mean, my normal guide builds that are quite solid and I'm playing and, you know, I'm brainstorming in my head about other builds while I'm playing POE. I guess that's typical Path of Exile playing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm still trying to get that stupid Val Temple, right? Because I can't have any favorites for that region because I haven't seen the Val Temple and I'm just using Xana all the time or Zahn. Is it Xana or Zana? Xana. Zana. Xana. Z- and i'm just not getting her with the maps all this kind of stuff so uh, but i'm so i'm valing all my t16s i valed one of my hydras ended up being about 167 percent and oh it was so awesome with the hydra but the hydra oh my goodness it moved so fast and i'm doing this with my righteous fire build and i had a small aoe on as part of the modifiers that rolled so I, I really have to be close. And this fricking thing was moving. The hydro is moving so fast and it's 167%. I'm having such a great time with it. And by the way, zero dropped. I don't even think I got a three link chromatic recipe, like nothing dropped. It was brutal. Anyway. So my wife comes to kiss me. Good night. I'm playing. Right. And she's just coming, coming to give me a kiss. And I'm kind of like, you know, I like, I can't, you can't pause. You can't pause good games. Sure. You know what I mean? Darks. So we can't pause that stuff. So anyway, I'm I'm trying to like do this, and I, the kiss isn't going to happen. This is 164 seven percent Hydra. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So she goes to take very kindly goes to take off my headset, and I'm like, no, 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 you can't do this. You don't understand. <laughs> and so it didn't work out. Yeah, well that doesn't that usually night. go over well. No. no, this that's where when you have a Poe spouse, those things make sense. When you don't have a Poe spouse, it's a long week.
0: Yeah, they don't get it. But.
1: My POE bud understands it's a 167% Hydra. You can't take the headphone off. Yeah. I'll kiss you later.
0: Right, It'll be fine. I've had lots of kisses. It's fine. We'll get another one later. <laughs> that's <great. laughs>
1: yeah. That's how we, that's how we got our
0: kids that's kissing. awesome.
1: So anyway, yeah, no, it was a great week. Great week.
0: Nice. We have our private league starting. Well, technically tomorrow. Right. If when you're, when people can listen to this, if you listen to this on the day, it comes out on Sunday. Our private league starts on Monday, the 24th at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We added some more slots uh, just today and we'll maybe add some more this weekend if uh, we get more people on there. So we have uh, awards for highest level and deepest delve. And it's hardcore solo cell phone, like the worst combination for Tyler and I. (laughs) I love reading how many people are like talking about what builds they're going to play or how they're going to play and trying to figure it all out. Uh, I think it's fun. It's, it's, it is
1: kind of cool. I mean, when you came up with the idea, I was like, why on earth? And then all of a sudden it clicked like, that'd be so fun. A 10 day thing that would be so like against what we always do. And it's fun seeing how many people are excited to do something they would never normally do. Yeah. A
0: lot of them seem to be in the same boat we would be, which is no, I don't want to play solo cell phone hardcore. Like that just seems like a dumb idea. But when it's only for 10 days and there's the potential for, you know, a $60, uh, whatever they're called, the, the credit for your Path of Exile account. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm yes. excited. Do you know what you're going to play? I know your time is going to be relatively limited, but in order to not be last place, do you know what you're going to play? Uh,
1: well, I was really excited about the Raider Herald of Agony build, like when I was going through that thing just wouldn't die but i hate herald of agony right and i had con- con- convocation going around like crazy so i don't know i don't know i i was pretty sure but now i might just do the standard zombies hope for the best maybe add the nauseating flame dash in there for the sake of hardcore and then you know only play for two hours instead of four hours and then just, but at least i'm alive right i'm yeah. not gonna have that grayed out bar now do you know what happens if i die mm. in the hardcore league Mm -hmm. does it can i make a new character without taking up a new spot or are we like limiting people can you make as many characters as you want in this league
0: i think once you're done once you once you die you're transferred out of the league so you'll your name will exist in the in the ladder in the ladder but your characters move so you can create another one pretty sure and so we're just allowing people because it's a short thing
1: to go as long as they want yeah I think it's a good idea or make as many players as they want i mean
0: we're not we're not we're not like crazy rules people we don't think about that stuff you know we we stick to our rules from our discord don't be a turd yeah that's right
1: though we're still really hoping a turd joins we've had a few people like hey i'm a turd i heard i was supposed to join the discord and they turn out to be great people so it's as exciting as it is to have great people in our discord if you know a turd
0: we'd love to ban someone Anyway, I'm excited about that. That starts tomorrow, technically three days from when we are talking right now, but I'm excited about that. So this week in POE, there was a little bit, but the one thing that I liked is that they released some stats, which so far up to this point, I have not cared about. And to be (laughs) honest, like a lot of the stats that they posted this time, I don't really care a whole lot about, but I really do like the stuff about uh, the maps like what was the most common maps to run where was where were the most people dying stuff like that it, it, it's okay. interesting to me that the mines is where the most deaths occurred the azurite mine yeah Delving. i guess because so they say it's due to how much time can be spent in the mine as well as the ever-increasing difficulty of encounters but that's every league
1: yeah you know what i mean and the azurite mine is not the highest killer every league though they don't release highest killer maps stats every league but you know what that tells me
0: you don't think there's a lot of people shows? that
1: didn't want to play delve or that didn't, or want, that to play didn't want to play harvest yeah
0: i love that the second was to cyrus shocker eye of the storm yeah because the fight i mean the fight's pretty fair <laughs> 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 yeah that, that one doesn't yep. surprise me yeah uh well, any of those stats interest you that you saw i like lo- well you know well, you me like, i like the, the stats even
1: the ones that you hate like uh that same that same article has you know the most frequently used uniques i like how they do their stuff like they do most frequently used uniques for all levels for the ones that are 70 plus for the ones that are 90 plus like i i like that breakdown and i think it's smart of them to do as well i like it when they share it and it's interesting to see how i don't know i i just really like seeing the difference of the 90 plus ones right i Typically, I ignore everything that isn't 90 plus or isn't hardcore. Even when I'm looking on PoE Ninja, I don't care if you got 100 on softcore. I mean, that's amazing and I'm never going to do that. But when I'm making a build, I'm looking at hardcore only. I'm looking at... I, honestly, it's solo cell phone hardcore because I don't play the market. So I'm not looking for builds that are based around specific items. So... Mm. Um I like looking in this situation I look at the 90 plus and I see something like baited breath. Well that's cool. It's not very often a tabula. So anyway no, it's, it's 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 cool. And I like seeing the top 10 maps that are run too. Like I like running whatever I have the most of even if I have a favorite. Yep. That's why I really like the new favorite system in the atlas because the I now I can make my favorite maps, my most frequent ones, but I like to kind of always make sure I have some especially in how the maps constantly fluctuate each league. You know what I mean? How they reset the Atlas. So I always take, if I'm looking to do a T16, I take, okay, well, what do I have the most of? Okay, I'm doing that one. And even if I'm not a big fan of the layout. So I like seeing what people that obviously don't play that way. Toxic Sewers is your favorite. That one's there. Strand, Glacier, Tropical Island, Promenade. For the most part, they're the ones that you can loop around really easier. Linear. Chateau. That, I don't, that doesn't sound like one that has. It must be because there's a reward in there. Yeah, maybe but it doesn't sound a like a nice right wall-hugging one. I like Haunted Mansion. That one, just because of the paintings. That's
0: just awesome.
1: But I liked it. Any other stats stand out to you?
0: No. I, I, I That whole one, though, is better than all the other ones combined. Because mm-hmm. I actually care about those ones. I don't care about the harvest seeds. Yeah, well, your little picky Prince. And then they also came out with uh, the F three point eleven point one f, primarily bloom, which is actually this is actually a pretty cool change with their new changes to bloom. You can you actually have a slider now, so you can uh, you can adjust it a little bit, and um, the intensity seems to be reduced quite a lot. The want to sell thing to me is weird. I guess some people needed it. I, I'm curious who explain what that is. So messages intended to be sent to a global chat channel, which contain WTS, which is want to sell will now automatically change the chat window to the trade chat channel. I'm curious how many people are still using the trade chat in game. Like that used to be the only way to do it, but why would you still be using that? I don't understand. I don't know. It seems very bizarre to me. I don't know.
1: Honestly, when I accidentally have the trade chat on, no matter which one it is, it's busy. Like I don't see the efficiency of it. I don't see where people are. I'm curious how many people are actually getting sales out of there. I don't know. I, um, you know how I normally avoid Reddit. Like I'll post about builds and stuff, my own builds or someone else's. But for the most part, I just stick to builds. Well,
0: I thought you liked Reddit.
1: Yeah. I love it as much as you, for some reason. Bloom is one of those, I guess every subject in POE land is a sensitive subject to the community, but Bloom was one of the recent ones. So after the Bloom, post on reddit i posted hey really excited for this post um looking forward to the fix can't wait to try it something like that gets downvoted like crazy right and then uh you know like someone else is like why couldn't you just do this why couldn't you just do that and i'm explaining like it's you got to know how to make a video game to be able to turn this stuff like just wait for the patch to come out first right and try it out downvoted like crazy oh really it's, uh, I, I i had a i had a, a nice reddit argument this week and solidified it solidified my fact that I should stop caring about people. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm excited. I like it. They added a cool slider bar, right? You can have bloom all the way down to 25% and you can slide it all the way up apparently to 135% if you really like it flashy. I think that's awesome, right? It wasn't just a decrease. They let you do what you want. And apparently with some of the bloom changes they'd previously made in some of the more recent patches, the 25% that you can roll it down to now is actually a lot less than the 25% that they had previously. So hopefully it uh, accommodates all the people that couldn't play with it. I'm extremely sensitive. And for the most part, the game's not too flashy. Now, all we need to do is uh, Brittle's Request, right? Where uh, the Cyrus fight and fights like it aren't just the same color. Yeah. I did, have you played with the bloom change? No, I, there's no bloom options on console. I just take what they give me and it's great. Because console is the future.
0: Yeah. Who would, who would like to have control over some of that stuff? <laughs> Not I. <laughs> Sweet. Now, one thing that Bertel
1: pointed out last episode regarding leagues is that anything that takes away from mapping itself is an interruption to the ARPG experience. Do you remember that comment when mm-hmm. she said that last week? I really liked that comment. It was a very good summary of a lot of long-winded things I've said in previous episodes where like core mechanics or mechanics that go core need to keep the flow of the game going. And I really liked how she summarized it because anything that takes me away as great as other mechanics are whether it's harvest or anything else no matter what the final intent or value or purpose of it is, if it keeps me from Killing stuff, mobs. I that's that's nice that it was in, but I definitely don't want it to be a part. Like I sign in to kill mobs for five minutes, five hours, and then I'm out, and I don't really want to do anything else, right? Mm -hmm. So I I quite like that. What do What do you think about that? Are there certain core mechanics in the game that do take you away from the ARPG experience, but you you still like it in this game?
0: I don't know if I can think of any specifically. I agree. I don't want anything to take me away from the killing mobs. Like that's what I want to do in the game. I'm trying to think of any league or or I guess not league, but core mechanics right now that do outside of harvest. Oh, core. Right. Sorry. yeah, Core. core. Well, I mean, there's sort of with uh, metamorph, but no, like we're talking about with brittle. It's not like it's something people often do where you actually go to the lab and fight the one crappy monster who has relatively crappy drops. I, and delve to me, isn't taking away, taking you away from, the experience of the game because you are continuing to just kill mobs.
1: And you do, and you make those choices so fast, right? Like you look at the map, you click and
0: then you move into the circle and you're going, you're, you're there. For yeah. Even seconds. ones that we don't like, like Alva, it's not taking you away from the concept of, of running around and killing monsters. So yeah, I'm not sure that there's too many things in the core game right now that do definitely harvest was one that would, uh, mm-hmm. with regards to the grove specifically. But I'm curious, I'm I'm really, I know we weren't specifically going to talk about this, but I am really quite curious to see what 3.12 is going to be like. can't wait. They're teasers.
1: They're so good. They're so, oh, I love it. And they're all, it's not just the marketing team. It's all of them. They're all on the same page. They're smart little teasers. I, I can't wait.
0: Yeah, I hope it's good. I hope it's like, uh, be, just because they have built it up quite a bit from the beginning of 3.11 literally from the beginning of 311 they've been building up 312 so they accidentally started promo a little early
1: i'm uh I, you know what let's go in expectations low right we know they built it too high so we're gonna go in with low expectations and we're gonna love it right right
0: right i don't give anybody the benefit of the doubt ty come on i'm gonna play it but i'm not gonna say I'm so gonna when your it.
1: friends were building your wall for you you're like hey hey don't screw that up
0: no because they know what they're doing Oh, yeah, because she doesn't. Well, sometimes. Hey,
1: hey, take it easy,
0: take it easy. Just the important thing
1: time. is your safety. What? Where's that from? I don't
0: what? know. What? Move on to your next it's point. It's the
1: same stand-up comedy Seinfeld thing that you did. Anyway, safety? So, where's yeah, the horse racing. Take it easy, take it easy. Nope. Whatever, man. So, I referenced that I did some, like that uh, Hydra map, the 167% quality, 167% quality map. Yep. Awesome. So obviously nothing drops and obviously no delirium. So I keep valing that night, right? So I'm in the like the mid and high triple digits or I guess high hundreds for everything, right? I do 131% map, nothing dropped. And obviously no delirium. I did 150% quality map, nothing dropped, no delirium. So dumb. And I'm, I'm, I'm throwing in scarabs. I'm throwing in the fragment tabs. I don't, I don't know. Like I'm doing what i can they're they're 20 percent. you know i've used four chisels on them and i've valid it and then i throw stuff in nothing so i go to level i'm like thinking about my new what's it called my new like i'm thinking about my new brainstorming for my new builds that i'm thinking about and so i'm playing a different build right like my all charges build with that big circle tree yeah yeah and uh, so it's pretty brainless i can do the tree without needing to look at any uh apps or anything like that i remember where i'm going and all i get every single map from like axe six or whatever it is on it's like every single instance delirium mm-hmm. delirium and that's where all of my that's where all of my cluster jewels have come from are just leveling people it's really but dumb it's <laughs> none of it's from mapping i and uh, I don't mind that it's rare if they're powerful. I just, I just want to know what I it's need to
0: do. It's not rare. It. It's like, it's worse than rare. It's <laughs> way true. worse than rare. It's, I, I really want Delirium to just piss off and then move Cluster Jewels and Delirium Orbs to just random drops. And enough of the whole complaint that they had, like, well, you know, those were related to Delirium, fine, but the way you implemented it just doesn't work. It doesn't. It's really, really dumb. Or give us a number, give us a way. To know what we need to do to actually increase it. Don't just say, yeah, the harder you make your maps, the better chance you have. Like what, what number puts us into what number percent of chance?
1: I don't mind that mentality if I saw them sometimes, but I feel like I'm doing what I need to do to get them. And no matter how many I run, I don't see it. So I, unless there's a glitch, it, the idea that they have
0: just isn't working. I would like to see delirium mirrors go away and then cluster jewels and orbs just become drops. Cause I love delirium orbed maps. I said it before. Yeah. I love them. I hate the mirror. I just don't like it. It's not fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. So speaking of core and how delirium is, we got to talk a little bit about this. We, we normally would talk about, have talked about this last week, but we were uh, interviewing with Brittle and we chatted a little bit with her about it mostly because it became a big thing on Reddit, but harvest not going core. There was an announcement by uh, GGG would have been just about two weeks ago now that uh, the harvest was not going core, that the crafting was not going to go core and that they may look at ways to introduce some of it upcoming, but they didn't know. I'm going to say, of course, because no matter what they say, it's going to be an, of course, Reddit people just, started pooping their pants and being ginormous babies on Reddit yeah. about it, which, okay, it's not uncommon. They're going to do that. They're going to get upset. And some people really were connected to harvest. Uh, so much so that Bex, I think a day or two later, put out a post saying, you know, we've seen that people want deterministic crafting. We understand it. Um, not saying that it's going to come back, but we know that it's, it's something that, uh, that people want. I'm curious because we didn't talk a whole lot last episode. We talked a little with Brittle about what her thoughts were. What are your thoughts with regards to Harvest not going core?
1: For me, I don't really have any thoughts, but it's because Chris told us at the beginning that it wasn't going core. And so I never expected it to go core. So, you know, it's like, hey, I'm going to a Blue Jays game. And then at the end of the Blue Jays game, I'm going to come home. And then when I get home, I'm home. I don't know. it's, It's just like that obvious and, and and blunt to me like it's just i remember in the bay class he said it's going to break the game it's not going to stay around 311 is going to be a test league so we can try stuff out in the community and like it was great i didn't like i mean i've mentioned many times the th- aspects of harvest that i didn't like i don't care about the garden i like fighting enemies but i don't want to micromanage the nice thing about a hideout like the only other thing you can micromanage in the game is you don't have to do it right And it doesn't really even reward you with anything. I love the crafts. I love everything that like the outcome of Delirium give or not Delirium um, Harvest gives. But like, okay, it's not going core and that's fine. And one thing that I actually thought was quite exciting is it wasn't like definitive. It just says it's not going core now. Uh, We're going to take our time and figure out and see which parts of it would be good to bring into the game at another point right? Because they obviously saw a lot of positives, not from community feedback, but just they saw a lot of positives of how it really grew the game. And like, we knew this was going to be a test league and every single league going up to POE 2 is going to be a test league. Like 312 is going to bring something in. 313 is going to bring something in. And all of this is okay. And this is what they're thinking about, right? They have okay, so this is all the cool stuff you can do with Harvest, but they're thinking about everything they're introducing in 312, the stuff that they're thinking about introducing in 313. And it has to correspond. It has to work together, right? Like we're all, whether you're one of the whiners or whether you're one of the people that understand, we only see it up to 311, right? We don't have the other leagues that are coming in mind. So I'm fine with it. Like they they, they told us ahead of time, it wasn't going to happen, but I'm, like there's going to be some cool stuff that you can't do that's, you know, I don't know. Think of it like this. Somebody came over and they dropped a Ferrari off at my house for the weekend. they like, hey, you can have a Ferrari for the weekend. It's like, oh, sweet. So, you know, you drive it around, you have a great time, you do your thing. And I mean, it didn't even cost me any currency to use. <laughs> and then, you know, they come by at the end of the weekend, they take their vehicle and then I got a, okay, yeah, I'm not that impressed with my Honda anymore. All right, fine. You know, it's the same thing. It's great.
0: I'm fine with it How about you? Well, I'm going to disagree with you on a couple of things. One, I don't care that it's not going core, and I'm fine with that. I'm. We've talked about it before that this is their game. They think yeah, well in advance about how it's going to affect the player base and how it's going to affect the game going forward. So I, I'll trust the fact that that's their thought process and and that's you know this is the direction they're going to go. Uh, I I don't think Chris ever said this is not going to go core. I know he talked about that it was going to break the league and that it was testing and they were going to see how it you know how it performed and how much people got into the crafting i think had they actually said straight up this is not going to go core then it would be harder for people to have had that argument that they're having right now on reddit about like well you know i like it now i 100 percent disagree with people that went to reddit to cry I I hate that. I just don't like the fact that people think that if they get there, they get loud, get people behind them, that they should have some input into the game. But I also, on the other hand, realized that Harvest introduced crafting to people who have never or would never have crafted before. We've talked about it in discord. We've talked about it with other people that it got people to play a part of the game that they wouldn't have been interested in before. They, they tried out, the POE crafting system that they had not touched before because they didn't understand it. It seemed a little too daunting and it was gambling. It was all RNG. Whereas this brought in a bit of deterministic crafting. I can understand from the, the viewpoint of those people, because I definitely loved the crafting of harvest. I loved the deterministic crafting. And I, I don't fully agree that it's all bad. I think the argument that people have had that it, you know it's too powerful, and it you know lets some people get it really fast. Me and you had the conversation where I said if somebody can get it in two weeks because they play a lot, and I don't play a lot, and I can get it in a month and a half, I'm alright with that. But at least I can eventually yeah. get it. I do think that Harvest Crafting coming out definitely makes me more reliant on trade, which is fine. That's what it's been up till this point. If I want to build a character that's relatively min max or relatively strong, crafting is definitely not the way to go. So I'm curious to see how they'll I I think I mentioned this in After Dark. I think that their comment about it not going core and it might go core later was just a facade. I actually think that there's no I think that they don't have any plans to bring it core. And this was their way of you know saying it nicely, but that they'll let it go away. Because I I don't think GG liked harvest. I don't think they actually liked players being able to craft the way that they do. Um, I disagree. I do think that it was really good in some aspects, but I, as bothered as I might have been about it, I never would have gotten to the point of going, well, I need to go and yell to everybody and get them on my side and get them to scream with me. So uh, I think though, I kind of feel like maybe Chris, and I think we actually talked about this maybe before. I feel like sometimes he shouldn't say the things he says, And it would cause (laughs) him less of a headache later. I think if he had come out like in the Bay class interview and just said, this is going to be crazy. The crafting is going to be nuts. We are going to break the game and we do not plan on bringing it core. It would be really hard for people to argue it afterwards, but there wasn't the fact of like, it's not going core. It was, we want to test it. We want to see how the crafting works. Well, you could have just gone one step further and said like, have fun like go nuts this league because we don't plan on bringing this core. Uh, I think that would have saved them a lot of headaches. So I, in the end, I don't care. I did really like harvest and I wish that it was, you know, parts of it were going to stay. And I'm hopeful that some of it will come back. But <laughs> the, the, the idea of like, well, if you don't let me have harvest. I'll never play again is so dumb. It's so childish. Like I'm taking my ball and going home.
1: I don't think we disagreed on anything though. Well, I, just that—that that I it. think my assumption, yeah, I, I think I assumed by him saying this is a test league, I assumed he just meant
0: that it's not going core. When I first read it, I was upset because I was like, "Well, that sucks." I really like the crafting of Harvest, but uh, the more the more you think about it, actually, it doesn't really take me much when I think about any change in the game, and I understand that Chris and everybody at Grinding Gear Games does not just willy nilly pull. Names out of a hat to decide something. Okay. Like, let's just, I'm, I, nothing will stop me from playing in 312. It just won't. I'm excited to see what the league has. And even if it sucks, I'll still play in 313. Like, it is what it is. I, that's not to me, I don't think that's a fanboy of the game. It's just, I know the game's good and I know they give a shit about their game. They're not going to do something stupid. Yeah. They're not doing something to try and wreck the game. So, I'm excited to see what 312.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Like, there's companies like Electronic Arts that have a bunch of games, right? They have a bunch of games that come out annually, then they have their own IPs that they try and come up with sequels with. You can see a company like that. Even games where, with like Blizzard, where they only have a few games, but there's definitely their money maker. Bethesda would be a fantastic example, right? ESO is their bread and butter, that's their guaranteed money. Everything else is just money in the bank maybe mobile games like fallout shelter for example just makes tons of cash so it's easy to see companies like i mean my opinion of those companies is irrelevant but it's easy to see those bigger companies with lots of different games being apathetic to some for example you and i played red dead with some friends a few months ago the servers were brutal there's no way those servers would be like that in gta Never would a server be that brutal and kick us out and have so many disconnects for Grand Theft Auto. But yeah, it did tons for Red Dead. And, but this GGG has one game. Like, and every time something goes wrong with it, even like a server thing or whatever it is, they're like, I'm sorry, we're trying to fix it right away. So the fact that their decisions might not meet what we want. here. Think of it this way. If we were to complain about something for WoW or for ESO or for, I don't know, if I was to have a complaint about Madden, when on earth has any of those companies ever communicated back? And like, you know, it's so, so rare for any of those huge companies to be like, yeah, you know, we were listening to customer feedback and whereas this company does it all the time. It's funny. Like we go in and if we have a complaint about a game, it sucks, but we don't, ever expect our voice to be heard and we're just going to play the game no matter the changes that are made. But then all of a sudden people come over into POE and they're like oh, my voice is heard. This is amazing. And for a few months it's amazing. You you start giving feedback this and that, but then you start falling into like hearing the other attitudes around and then there might be that accidental step onto the path where you expect to be heard. And it's hard. Like when I see GGG being so involved with Reddit Like, I get that it's hard to read. I get it. But there's also the pros and cons of having transparency. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a company and you're asking for feedback, you can't limit it to just mature people. And it's always the immature ones that are the loudest. And you got to filter through. Like, it's hard. Like, I, I don't fault GGG. There's no, like, being one of those companies that's silent to their fans might not be the way that I do it. But that's not really a wrong way to go about business being transparent with your fans isn't, there's not a wrong way to do that either, but it definitely comes with its cons and uh, can't be a fun read some days. That's for sure.
0: That's just online. That, I mean, that's all the time forums, Reddit, any form of that is always going to, it's going to attract loud whiny people. I think, it, I think people are, you know, I want to give them the overall benefit of the doubt, even though I can't stand Reddit. I think in general, there are a lot of people that are good on there. I know, Leading up to this conversation about Harvest, somebody posted a a video by Mathel in our chat and you and I talked about it in After Dark last week. Uh, You mentioned, I I still didn't get a chance to watch all of it, but I think it's okay. I I wish people would understand. I don't remember. We've talked about this before too. Like people can have a different opinion. It's fine. You don't have to agree with everyone. And I think the thing that just drives me crazy more than anything else is knock it off with the thinking that you're not going to play the game matters to anybody. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Don't play it. Like go find something else. Find another game that puts this much effort into their, into their game and wants people to stick around. Like good luck. When I left Diablo to play
1: POE, Blizzard didn't care. When I stopped playing any other game to come play POE, Madden, anything, nobody cared. And even my friends. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, though? I was kind of thinking about it. GGG just flat out said that if you have any, you know, comments, questions, concerns, if you want to give us feedback, go to our forums, right? If they started ignoring Reddit and only took the feedback from their forums, that'd be a way for them to mitigate people, right? Why? You can, well, because you can, you can put people on probation that don't think before they speak in a way, you know what I mean? Like. Somebody comes out and sure, they might not be happy and they vent fine. But if you're going to vent and you say a whole bunch of things that are just completely degrading and cutting people down, well, then they can be on probation because it's their website. They can do whatever they want with.
0: Yeah, I think that's a that's a thin line, though, because then it becomes where people will take it like the developers trying to silence people who don't have a positive opinion of their game. I get where you're coming from, but. I'm pretty certain GGG has access to moderating the the Reddit uh, subreddit. So yeah, but that's that's a huge job. Yeah, but it would become a huge own. job if you just said you could only post in on the forums. Like you're just well, shifting where people do it, and the ability yeah. to just block or ban people, I don't think it would come across well at all because the whole idea is that people should have, and and even with Reddit, people should have the ability to voice their opinions. I just hope that they can easily filter through it from grinding gear game side and just the relative public as well. I think most yeah. I Reddit the Poe Reddit surprises me a little bit because the average age of the player base is higher than most games. I know our podcast has got uh you know a higher age range of people that tend to listen. It would surprise me if people in that age bracket are going on and yelling and threatening to not play. Like I, that would just be very weird to me yeah. to be our age and go, hey, video game company, if you don't make yeah, the yeah. change I want, I'm not going to play. I That just yeah. that seems very 13, 14 year old to me.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's that many people saying that. But the one thing about being able to put people on probation,
0: though, is you have a code of conduct. Like it's not, you're not taking sides. You're not muting people. Well, yeah, that's such a hard line to judge though, Ty. Where do you say you've broken that line by saying something negative about the company?
1: No, there's certain things in the code of conduct. That, I mean, companies do it all the time. It's, it's in every, every single company has those types of code of conducts and they, they ban people. Some people are like, oh, well, you're muting this person. That Well, you, you just ignore it. Nah, yeah, it's, But it's the same thing, right? The people that are getting banned now can say the exact same stuff. The people that are getting
0: put on probation on on their website. The only way you're getting banned on the GGG forums, or you don't even get banned, you'll get like timed out is by being belligerent to other people, not to GGG. You're not getting, you're not getting banned or blocked. If you're having a negative opinion of them, you are, if you're negative to other players, which I think is good, but I, I, yeah, it's a really thin line because then you could get into that point where you're like, well, We'll just silent the people who are negative about our game, which there are going to be people like that. And we've been like that. We, you know, people have negative opinions. The difference is, uh, well, I guess the argument, I, I guess this is kind of counter to myself because we talk about it on a podcast, but I'm not looking for support. And I don't care if somebody agrees with me. I'm just saying, this is my opinion. This is my thought. My goal yeah. is not to rally the troops. And yeah make a change or, you know, whatever, but you'll never hear me say, well, if they don't change that, I'm not coming back.
1: I guess my point though is GGG would have the same thing going that they do now, like on their website, but it would, there would be more traffic. But then when their employees are looking through, there's some comments that have been removed that normally wouldn't be removed from Reddit because of the intentional like it's, it's far beyond constructive. You know what I mean? Like it's still the same people that they would put on probation for a certain time, but because it's on the website, they can do something about it as opposed
0: to. Yeah. I We'll just agree but to disagree. Way. Cause I don't think, I think it could look really bad for them. If you try to silence people who are negative about your game, because they're they're just going to be there. They're always yeah. But that's be not there.
1: what I'm saying. You're not silencing people that are negative to the game. You're silencing people that are cutting people down on purpose.
0: Well, but they already do that. I, that's not what Reddit typically is doing. Reddit is typically, I mean, not all the time, but the most whininess on Reddit is not about other members of the Reddit community. It's about the game itself. It's about some mechanic or something changing or whatever. It's not that they're purposefully going after somebody else they do and that's supposed to be what these reddit we had changes that huge are doing. mental
1: health episode a month and a half ago because of how many people in ggg were just felt personally attacked by the comments
0: right which is what they're trying to shift out of reddit but you, no matter what you'll never ever be able to get rid of that and i think having it on reddit versus on their own website is actually better if you're a how new because pl- well, i think a mo- if you're a new player coming on you don't want to just see a bunch of negativity on their own forums which there aren't a whole lot of negativity on their own forums and you don't want to see a bunch of things that are blank because the person was banned or deleted i think Mm -hmm. the people who are on reddit are definitely more uh been playing for a while probably not super new players but i think i think it's better to have reddit than for them to take that load on their own forums yeah interesting so you want to talk about the cyrus fight how
1: awesome it is yeah do you want it yeah, what's your favorite part about it? No, I appreciated Brittle's comments last time about uh, about Cyrus. It was nice
0: about to hear awesome other people
1: agree with us. Yeah, But uh, I was uh, thinking about it, though, fought him again. And the one thing I do really like about the Cyrus fight, you don't actually have to beat him. It doesn't really do much for you. You get accomplishment. You can get drops, drops if you want, yeah. if you were looking for them. But outside of that, like, you're not gated behind any progress right outside of the drops everybody wants it and everybody's trying to kill him no matter their opinions of the boss fight but i was i was thinking about it and you know what i like that like no matter what the boss is at the end i'm still playing i'm still have access to almost everything except for the cyrus exclusive drops and that's great that's nice i'm not really missing out despite the fact that it's a dumb boss battle
0: I agree with you. I do like that it's not affecting you, but I guess that's kind of the same as what Shaper was before. If you if you you know if you couldn't kill Shaper, it didn't it didn't change anything in the game. I think the thing that bugs me with Cyrus though is the the getting back to him. The ability to practice a Cyrus fight is really really hard because you know once you have once you have all of the uh, Watchstones, the amount of maps you have to do isn't now always the same and if you got a bunch of them that are like nine map long we talked about this brittle too that's it's so long like to get back to being able to fight him again and you it's cool like we've talked about this in past episodes that you can dumb down cyrus in the sense of like taking out you know the Watchstones, and he's not as difficult to fight but you can't do that to the conquerors conquerors So you're you're just constantly making that part harder. I do agree. I love the fact that it hasn't wrecked my Atlas if I didn't beat him. But I don't like how long it takes to get back to fighting him again.
1: Now, I had a Cyrus encounter and then I went to go do my influence again. Maybe you can answer this for me. Some of the, so I have all the watchstones. I go do Cyrus, totally failed. Come back, start the process over again. Some, and I'm just doing random maps until all the influences up again. When I had all four influences up on my atlas again, some regions only needed five or six maps to spawn the conquer. Others needed nine or more.
0: Yeah, it seems random. What's the
1: determining factor once you have, is it supposed to be random or is there something that I'm not
0: aware of that determines that? I honestly don't know for sure. I feel like it is random because once you get all the watchstones, it's not always the same number either. Like I thought it originally Mm -hmm. was maybe based on how many, it doesn't make sense because you've done the same amount of every conqueror by the time you get to fighting Cyrus. So I don't know, but that's, yeah, I don't know. It is one of the, like I know if you
1: fail a conqueror, it takes a whole bunch more maps, right. To get back to that conqueror. But if you've done the conqueror, you've done Cyrus and you come back because, It'd be nice, like if you want to practice Cyrus, you could do, if there was a way to determine that you were going to only need, I don't know what the number is, let's say six fights in that region, six maps in that region until you could unlock, you know, beat the conqueror to progress Cyrus again. If you want to practice Cyrus, you could minimize how many maps you want to do. But if there was a certain influence base that you wanted, you could choose to prolong How long that conqueror was because you'd have that many more map opportunities per se, right? Like that many more checkpoints, yellow rectangles in the process. And so I noticed that when I came back from my Cyrus fight this time. And I was curious if you'd known
0: anything. So we'll have to look into it, eh? Yeah, I don't have an answer for that one, unfortunately. How are your drugs? I'm going to be taking some shortly before after dark.
1: <laughs> You're doing a really good job. Really good job. Everybody, you should see what chat is like, what like a text message or WhatsApp chat is like with Justin when he's uh when he's intoxicated. It is awesome when he goes to Vegas because he sends back messages that I have no idea what language they're in, but he has a great time I sending. I fully them when understand t-
0: them when I send them. And I
1: have no clue the <laughs> next day. <laughs> And it, the pictures that come with it are awesome. And anyway, I was half expecting some of this to be like that. But no, these uh, drugs, man, just like they—they they put me out. Yeah, they yeah put me you've out. almost smiled this podcast. Almost. I didn't
0: mean to. It was an accident. I swear.
1: Do you want to talk about my guides? Would that put you on a smile? I. You know what? I love talking about your guides. Please. Oh, you're so wonderful. What a great friend. Hey, I mean, you have friends that build your wall for you. And so now you're just paying it forward and you want to talk about my guides. You're just great, hey?
0: No, yeah. I just can't wait. What about your guides okay. are we going to talk about?
1: Well, let's just say the episode's just starting. Okay. All right. So remember when I said I was redoing my, well, theory crafting some new options for my guides? Yeah. So here's the thing I'm thinking, tell me what you think of this idea, right? My blue minion. Gem, Because now I want to go all witch, right? I like themes, you know what I mean? Like, remember when you were asking me about my previous idea or why I was going champion and why I was going raider with my red and green, Mm -hmm. as opposed to just going necromancer for everything? And the answer was just because, well, I like the theme of, you know, blue with a blue class, red with a red class, green with a green class. So now that that's not really working out based on the skills that I chose, now I was thinking animate weapon. And I'm like, okay, well, I would love to use poison with animate weapon. And the witch, uh, the, the occultist is perfect for that because they have the witch has a minion node that helps it, ex, you know, minions explode when, when minions kill enemies. And then there's the negative to chaos resist for enemies that are close by. There's the automatic wither. Oh man. So it's, I was, I was thinking about trying to put that together and that would be kind of a cool thing because I'm looking on P on POE Ninja and there's. All animate weapon, there's no occultists. Nobody's doing poison with animate weapon. I was like, oh, this is cool. I could have a niche build. And I actually seem to put it together quite well. I'm using spell slinger with it so that it's still one button. You lose damage with it, but that's just what you get when you get a lazy build. I don't really like calling it lazy build, but a lot of people call them lazy builds because a lot of people that do my builds don't need to. Mm -hmm. So they call them lazy builds. So I'll call them lazy builds. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that one. I've gone through and I've been humming and hawing about different stuff. Just got to figure out the damage mitigation a bit, but it's good. It's good. And it'll be stun immune because that one node, I forget what it is. That's on the right. While you have energy shield, it'll be a life build. But while you have energy shield, you can't be stunned. But that same node regens 40 energy shield a second. So you'll, in theory, for the most part, almost always be stun immune. The blue gem will obviously be necromancer. It'll be it'll be zombies. It'll be zombies. But I really want to add the bombs into it. I want to add infernal, uh, not infernal legion, uh, minion instability back into it. Yeah. Excited about that, but I haven't figured that one out yet. But the one that I'm really excited about, well, I, I'm I'm excited about the occultist as well. But red gems could be the stone golem, right? And that could be the elementalist with stone golems because you get a whole bunch of stone golems, right? Or you could you get Plus an extra two in total to stone golems or to any golem, but I'll use stone golems. And then on the tree, there's a node that gives you plus one as well. So I could have four stone golems and that increases the buff they give you. And I want stone golems so that I could use righteous fire. That's right. And why would I use righteous fire, you ask? Well, that's a great question because it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it's awesome because there's a lot of elemental damage to it, right? And there's, I can get the Shocking Influx if I want to, or I could take less damage if I'm hit by a specific damage as well. It's really great. But another awesome thing, I already know the title, even before I know the build. It's going to be called Righteous Buddies. Because, because golems with one of the two golem nodes that you pick, they're immune to elemental damage. So you throw on Infernal Legion that gives them, that's supposed to like, make them explode, basically, like bring their life down. It gives them a mini Righteous Fire, but then they end up dying. So a lot of people use Infernal Legion with minion instability, but they're immune to elemental damage. So I'm thinking of having Stone Golems and four of them so that I can have, you know, that bonus life regen from the Stone Golems for Righteous Fire. But then I'll have four Stone Golems also with Righteous Fire. So it'll be me and my four buds, Righteous Buddies, just running around. I mean, the the bad thing about the build is the Righteous Fires don't stack. You know what I mean? Like it'll be mine versus
0: one of theirs, but still. I wish people could see the excitement in your face while you're talking about this and his hands have not stopped moving. That's why you'll <laughs> hear hope. him going quiet and loud, quiet and loud. Cause he gets so excited that he moves far away from the mic. And then no, you're excited. I'll get really close. I get it. No, no, I'll get, get really close. close. That's awkward. I'm excited for you. I want to see all these new builds. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So and these been, will all be ready those- for three twelve. Guaranteed
1: not. I was actually originally wanting stone golems to work with minion instability and have them explode because golems just have some natural huge amount of life. And if you get your golems with minion instability, oh my goodness, it's huge. But they have a six second cooldown, which makes it kind of rough. And oh, but still the, the damage that they give with very little investment was huge with minion instability. But then I noticed that they're actually immune to elemental damage. So. Didn't work out. But yeah, I'm excited about it. So I'm going to be doing some theory crafting. Unfortunately, for testing purposes, though, I do have a fully leveled occultist. I have multiple necromancers, but I don't have one elementalist. So to test that minion ins- or to test my righteous buddies, got to start from
0: zero. You should do it in the private league. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I think this is a good spot to wrap up episode 42 of Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, AKA Tags. And I was just getting started. Don't you want to talk more about my guides? No, and I don't. Tyler Record, Record of Days. Days. <laughs> uh, don't forget, you can check out uh, information about our private league that starts technically tomorrow when you hear this. Uh, we've got our information in Discord. We are on the interwebs at foreverexcel.com We're on Twitter, Forever Exiled 82. We have Patreon. It's patreon.com slash And we have a Discord where you'll find all the information and find all the cool people. Links down below. Catch you guys in After Dark for Patreons in episode 43. For everybody else, good luck
1: in the softcore, hardcore league.